recording over here. Don't forget to get all the sniffles out if you got sniffles. Snort the cocaine. Get your pills out. Get your whiskeys. Get it all in your system. All right. So, oh my God, you actually do have a bottle of pills. Oh my God. This got real serious, real dark, real fast, David. <laughs> that sounds like a great cold open. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome, welcome, welcome. Episode 21, I think. It's our post-anniversary show. Right off the bat, David, because it's coming out later. Happy Easter. Happy Easter to you, my friend, uh, as everyone celebrates around the world. Because we, you know, we put our holidays on all folks around the world as a, a great nation that we are of the United States. Do we like to impose our ideology on the rest of the globe? <laughs> so happy Easter, man. Uh, yeah. Hey, listen, I don't celebrate that. So don't trigger me right now with this freaking Easter BS. Okay, no, great. Well, <laughs> that was my whole topic for the day, so this should be excitingly fun. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Brian Ortiz, a.k.a. Son of Orti. And my name is David Castle. A.k.a. David... Castillo? <laughs> no, David yeah, the yeah, Sex reversed. Beast. We talked about oh, this. Oh, we, you're, we did you're, not you're talk beast. about Sex Beast. In, oh, that, is my for, bad. that is for damn sure. Well, you know what? In a spirit of resurrection, it's been a while since I've spoken to you about your sexuality in the show, the monster that you are, and the appealing man that you are. All that so I can resurrect myself into your butthole. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. It's been a while since we've done one of those jokes. Okay, by the way, you really have to add emotional butthole. I think when you leave out the emotional, right. like it's it sounds okay. a little nasty, you know, like, sure. and I'm not saying we can't do nasty on the show. Okay. Just, you know, listen, warn people if you're going to be that vulgar. Okay. All right. <laughs> Warning for those that are joining us now. Allow me to resurrect myself inside your emotional butthole, David. So we need butthole uh, warnings on this show. Got it. Correct. Welcome to the All Butthole episode. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, this is the part of the show that I do very quickly so it doesn't piss off David. What is life but nothing more than a series of reactions to educational conversations with one another? Life's a wreck. That's the meaning of the show. Every week, we talk about something in pop culture as we use it as social lubrication for one of us to get to know the other person a little bit better. Sometimes I will ask you something and you'll let me, uh, you'll inform me about it and vice versa. And at the end, we talk about what we learned about one another and we become a little bit less enemies and a little bit more friends, David. Kind of fumbled through that, but I think I got through it pretty quick nonetheless. How about that? I can see how you'd be distracted by me, like, milking myself. on. Like, I did. Way. You did. You pinched your... <laughs> for those that can't see this video clip, you pinched your nipples, and I got emotionally erect, and now here we are. I messed up my speech in the middle of it, so thanks a lot, dude. David, hey, how you doing, man? Doing good, but uh, it, it seems like we both have... Listen, I, I don't know how much of the show we want to dedicate to, like, oh, you know, updates on you having... Mm -hmm. And I think I even reference... Never mind. Okay, so I, on social monials, I did put on. I am going to put on social media. Brian is having the time of his life. The classic New York movie cliche of like flying Ooh. to New York, yeah, you know, <laughs> spending like money that there's no way you can afford in a real mm -hmm. world, but nonetheless mm -hmm. do it anyways. 
Um, Absolutely. Kind of like a romantic comedy-esque sort of experience. I did come back from New York, David. I had a blast. You know, I, I was living in the Big Apple, having them New York minutes. I had a lot of firsts. You know, this is embarrassing, David. I had my first, uh, 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 what is it? Cream cheese and lox? Yeah, bagel, cream cheese and lox sandwich. Yeah, that was my first time. And I, like like anybody else who's had one, I orgasmed at the table, just like when Harry met Sally, very loudly and very beautifully, man. It was a gorgeous New York moment for me, man. I only got lost once on the subway. That's pretty good, all things considered, and I backtracked and fixed it very quickly. So you'd be very proud of me, David. I was like a Texan in New York doing pretty good. Let me just say real quick, I, I do feel like every ethnicity has a really terrible example of otherwise great cuisine. And I think that sandwich is a great example of bad Jewish cuisine. Just like, what? you know, uh, to, to me, like ceviche is an example of like Mexican. Like, I don't like ceviche. Is that crazy? Yes. Okay. Yeah. You're a bad Mexican is what we're saying. <laughs> <laughs> or as I like to say, you're a bad Hispanic because I know that that oh, God. you every time. <laughs> Yes, David. I lived the Big Apple life for a couple of uh, for a couple of days, and it was amazing. Um, I got to go up. I got to see parts of the city, and I got to buy a lot of awesome movies at some really dope niche stores. The kind that you walk in, and the people at the counter look at you and immediately judge whether you belong in that store or not, and then they try to question your ability on movie knowledge. Oh, dude, I was in my fucking element david it was great that that is a culture you fit right into absolutely dude it's like texas except nobody wants you to talk to them <laughs> but when you do it's nice but when you they want to be left alone so it was a great little trip so thank you for asking me david and i'll ask you david we got to get i want to get an update in too work watch 2022 how are we doing david so again we're using the surviving the game template and at yes, this point in surviving the game Yes. I have tricked Rutger Hauer into firing a bullet at me, but the chambers lodge with it which explodes on him instead. I.e. I got a job. Oh, oh, this was the end of it. Yes. Oh yes, my that. god. Oh my god. You didn't get oh that, my did god. you? Oh my the god. You have to rewatch that. No, I, I don't. I, I remember that scene. But David, I panicked because I was like, oh my god, he's skipping the entire movie and going straight to the end. It didn't even dawn on me that you're saying this because you got a job. Oh, my God. Okay, so real yes. quick, real quick. By the way, I feel bad because given the subject matter today, the better what I should have said for the description was, oh, we're at the part where I'm iced tea and I beat the shit out of Rutger Howard with, with his own rosary. Because that, okay. that happens at the end as well, right? But anyways. Right. No, uh, we're, we're at the full-blown end. Uh, you are iced tea. Got it right. And... Uh, uh, you are congratulations, David. Congratulations! I, I blocked the barrel. Thank you. Blocked you the blocked barrel. the yeah. As we like to say in the show, you finally blocked the barrel, my dude. Uh, David, can you tell us a little bit about the job at all, man? Yeah, it's uh, so it's it's funny, man. Like I like I was really in I, like listen, I, like I had like a, like we talked about. We've documented here on the show, chronicled work watch. Um, yeah. I've had great support. So, like, it's never felt like I was just, I've never felt like, oh, fucking God, what are we going to do? Which, you know, inside, yeah, you know, like that. Yeah, that's... inside, right. But your machismo didn't let that come out. Right. You, you had to be strong, a strong yes. Hispanic man, David, in your house. <laughs> Damn it. Just say it louder, dude. That's got to, people got to accept it if you say it loud enough, dude. <laughs> so, 
You know, by the way, when you, whenever you say Hispanic, you got to say, uh, you know, copyright, Richard Nixon, 1975. <laughs> <laughs> so, copyright, Richard Nixon, 1975. <laughs> Hispanic! Um, so, uh, so basically, like, yes, I could talk about it. It's, it's everything I do right now, which is communications. But, right on. Uh, but it's going to be for a property manager, a uh, pretty big property manager. So, um, so yeah, it's it's a big deal. The funny thing is, though, is man is like, like just as that was happening, I got like a mm-hmm. ton of calls from people that I applied for like a month ago. Like just of course, um, of course. And this was so. What by the way, one of the jobs was Six Flags, um, that had a communications role, which I was excited for. Man, I, yeah. I really. But you know, they, they didn't pay as much. And um, okay, fair enough. And you know it was it was kind of you know uh, I'm not gonna say introductory role or anything like that, but the point is like uh, Northeast, like so the school district called me as well, mm-hmm. so it sucked, man. Like having to like it was weird having to tell people, yeah, hey, uh, I appreciate contacting me, but I'm moving on with another company, which is usually what you get whenever you uh, are the one applying for the job and the job finds better candidates. Right. Well, you know what? They took too long and they lost the best candidate, my dude. Congratulations, oh, man. man. Thank you. Thank you. That's... We have finally we can finally close this chapter on Workwatch 2022, ladies and gentlemen. That's me closing the book. I'll put a sound effect. It'll sound cool. Closing the book. Workwatch 2022 closed. What you need to do is find the sound effect for when Rutger Hauer tries to fire the gun on Ice T. Because it makes a really weird, like Rutger Hauer, like just blows half of his body up when he. Yeah, it's he an does insane this. sequence. Yeah, insane okay. sequence. I will. Here, here's the here's the cue, ladies and gentlemen. On three, two, one. Always check the barrel. I didn't need to do that because you're gonna find. The, sorry about that. Okay. Right now, I'm gonna keep that part in. It's immediately gonna <laughs> fall. <you. laughs> it's gonna be great. Uh, congratulations, David. I'm so happy. Before we move on, and this is even perfect, David, I wanted to, as part of an Easter celebration, and now as a part of the end of Work Watch 2020, oh. and as a celebration of our 20th episode back, I'm going to fulfill a promise. I'm going to fulfill a promise. I got you a gift while I was in New York, David. Oh, shit. I got a gift for you, okay? So here we go, David. This is for you, ladies and gentlemen. I'll tell you what this is. I got you a copy <laughs> Please don't tell me super- of Batman, oh, The oh, Long oh, Halloween, right. the graphic novel, my dude. Thank you. That that, that looks It looks great. Uh, I've always heard mm. great, great things, mostly from Rick, though, which doesn't count. But, that's, but he's not wrong. Rick is correct. It's a great story. This will hopefully be a good introduction into graphic novels so I can slowly turn you to my side. And then I will have you at all the premieres. And maybe Batman will get more than a C minus or whatever you gave it last time. I don't remember. But you know, maybe you'll like it more. By the way, rewatching it, I, I changed it to like a D minus. I'm just throwing that Whoa! Out there. Oh my God, David. We'll have a we'll have a follow-up with Rick about this one. But anyway, this is your gift. I'm Thank gonna send you, to you, they, man. That's the, I'm gonna read it. I promise I'll get it done in like less than a week. I with you yes with your skills as a man about town and a man who's smart you'll get through this super fast so there you go buddy uh, happy anniversary it's a gift to you oh man now I have I'll to put get some you music in there so I could cover the silence after I introduced it to you <laughs> I was like I got you this and it was just dead quiet hmm. thank you uh, just like when I used to give my father gifts <laughs> damn man <laughs> that, that shit went dark. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> well, that's how we bring it here. But you know what, David? Let's shed a little light onto this darkness because we're going to talk about a little something different. Today is my day of a topic of a conversation, and I have something a little different. Pop culture isn't just about books, movies, and games, and all that kind of fun jazz that we talk about. It's about cultures in the word itself. And what's more culture to me than the holidays? We're going to talk about Easter today, David. Um, you know, I was thinking about it as we come up to it because I always tend to forget about it sometimes. You know, when I was a kid, it was a lot more important. When I got into an adult, less important. So, you know, the big question that I want to ask is a little bit of a spinoff of what you talked about one time. The main question is, David, do we still need Easter? <laughs> you know, do we really still need it? I don't know. I feel like it's there's not much to it sometimes. I feel like this is a baby holiday for babies and children sometimes. Am I wrong? I don't know. You tell me. It's it's it, to me Easter's like cotton candy in the brain. Just kind of fades <laughs> away. Like there's nothing and like, by the way, I, I, one of the things I don't want to do is is okay. be sort of disrespectful towards uh, religion because to me that that's something you can just find on the internet every second, every minute, sure. anywhere you look. Um, because I don't want to call it fashionable. I think it's more a function of just society becoming more secular, and and so Easter I think is kind of looked down upon as like, what are we celebrating? The fucking resurrection of Christ. You know that's bullshit. People can't come back from the <laughs> scientifically, don't you know, bro? Which of course scientifically speaking, like you know what? I'm not gonna get into that. Point is right. Point is, um, yeah, I, I don't take it seriously, but it's hard for me to kind of really have much of an opinion on Easter since you know, since it you know, part of it's tied to religion and of course that's you know not something that's part of my life and but I also don't want to do the lowest common denominator shit, which is right. like, well Easter is for religious wackos, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I have no problem dogging on Catholicism, man. I'll dunk hard on you. Don't worry about it. I have no mercy, okay? Let's all know that the real celebration here is zombie Jesus, all right? That's who we're celebrating. Man, right there, David, zombie Jesus. That's exactly what I was talking about. baby. All right? None of this, I came back normal. No, I came back a zombie because that's more realistic in today's society (laughs) than religion, all right? By the way, go there. real quick, I do want to add that it's a really strange holiday as well because you have like this convergence of completely like diametrically opposed things, which is Jesus, bunnies, chocolate. <laughs> you know, it's like, what the fuck do these have to do with one another? That's a great question. And if I had done my research, I would absolutely have an answer for you. But how we went from the resurrection of the body of Christ and you know what I'm saying into a new era of religion and then like what is this narrative voice Cadbury bunny eggs and caramel you know how did we mix those two together dude wait hold on what was your David Attenborough Latino voice just there like that's my religious voice and we have to talk about the Lord Jesus our savior in Christ the man rose from the grave to for our sins versus buy chocolate it's Easter time baby let's do this you said like this really old guy just about to like croak like but i use electric scissors for Every, 40 you know years is, first of all perfect impression nailed it two it's because i grew up on all those like british documentaries on pbs that oh, would okay, talk okay. about like you know what i'm saying in the 13th era of the century the lord jesus was born unto us you know so like i that's just the natural tone in my mind i think of like documentaries from the 70s every time i have to talk about something serious because that's all that was playing in the 1980s <laughs> 
Um, you know, I, I, I wanted to ask, you know, it is funny because when I got older, I always thought it was funnier to celebrate zombie Jesus because that's how my brain understood it, right? When I moved away from religion, the, or organized religion at least, and moved into something else, you know. And I, while I do, I like the idea of celebrating something with family. So I will be seeing my mom and hopefully my cousin and we're going to have just like some food. Um, maybe we'll do like, you know, a, a funny, weird, like Easter egg hunt just to celebrate and be silly. You know what I'm saying? But it's not for the purpose of let's celebrate Jesus. It's more just the, the, uh, the, mo- the, the routine and the tradition of following through with that. Did you, did I know right now you're like, fuck Easter. But like when you were a kid, <laughs> did you parents celebrate Easter? Are they big on the holidays? Uh, the, the Easter holiday? I I think it was bigger with my grandparents, right? So my parents oh. would take me to say like my, you know, grandmother's on my dad's side, grandmother's on my mom's side. And, you know, we would do like the egg hunt thing or scavenger hunt, whatever. And um, man, and, and they would have like real hard boiled eggs. And I was, that that shit always disgusted me. Like, like hard boiled eggs just smelled like the worst kind of farts ever <laughs> and like my brother loved that shit so he's eating it and then if he farts like it's just like twice the methane in the right. air it's and, like pastel colored farts just popping out during the day God. man because it's all easter colored but but it's funny like i, I don't you know <laughs> listen I, i've never been like fuck easter because again easter just like <laughs> it's it's just kind of it's just kind of there um it's there in the air to quote insane clown posse um Wow, and- <laughs> that's a hell of a quote, dude. To quote Insane Clown Posse. Holy shit. Do, do you remember the song Miracles? I don't. I, oh, you know, okay. I'm well, proud to say I don't know a lot about Insane Clown Posse, and I'm okay with that. Actually, this is fitting because the song Miracles like got them criticized because Miracles was was really like a kind of like a like a belief, almost like Christian rock song, which sure. nobody expected. And then of course, you know. <laughs> Part of the message in the song is like, you know, life is a miracle. Science can't explain shit. And so you should believe. And obviously people <laughs> lost their minds because it is dumb and low grade. But I've always felt bad for Christian rock artists, man, because they do not oh, have yeah. it easy, dude. Like like P.O.D. was a good example. And they're a oh, good yeah. example of, I think, like, quote, unquote, good Christians. But that's besides the point. But like, man, freaking if you were like, that's the the most... That's the irony. The most punk rock thing you could do was be Christian in rock music. <laughs> you know, like people just fucking hated you if you did that. I don't know why we're getting off topic, but this I, dude, is I'll like- tell you what. Look, I'm embarrassed to say, dude, that my first ever concert, like ever in existence, was in McAllen, Texas, on the fairgrounds, packed house, cold. There was a storm rolling in and we were all dedicated to sit there and watch the greatest band creed all right (laughs) now you haven't lived david until the lord god himself rolls a thunder in it's crackling that the rain is coming down and the band decides that they're gonna play come heaven or hell with the just raging on the guitar, singing with the hair wet, slick back. People just crammed together, loving Jesus and loving Creed. Greatest, weirdest concert I've ever been to my whole fucking life, dude. By the way, there's a great uh, YouTube comment on, uh, I can't remember what video this is on, where uh, a guy that worked at a guitar store in Dallas 
claims that the guitarist for Creed went in there to buy a bunch of how to play solos on the guitar books. <laughs> it just sounds <laughs> Which, like a dig on Creed. Like someone's just yeah, like, oh um, yeah, dude, just fucking Creed came in and bought a bunch of solo books. You the, know? the way it's told, though, you almost believe it. And of course, you can just <laughs> inherently believe it because they're not very good. I will say, though, I do kind of like dude. the very first. The first album is kind of like yeah. decent. Well, I mean, listen, decent for like a fucking grunge knockoff of what like mixture of Pearl Jam and Alice in Chains kind of like yeah. the first album kind of uh, Look, I hate to I hate to admit it. Just, I know we'll lose all uh, <laughs> probably all six of our fans. But like that first as the kids say, that first Creed album was a bop, right? I say that like a dad. <laughs> as the kids say, the first that first album was a bop, right? It was a dope ass song. I remember having to play some of that shit in high school on the drums with bands. Ugh, that's that's an embarrassing memory, having to rock out on Creed and ma- and even worse, fuck up all the drum parts on it because I was not that good. <laughs> oh, what a bad time to live, dude! <laughs> what a bad time to live. Listen, I'm, I'm not going to give you that much shit for two reasons. One, I saw the first concert I ever went to. I went to go see Mudvayne, and Mudvayne's just like <laughs> why the, do we the, have such bad first concert? The, the Creed of like what like uh clown metal, whatever you want to call it, <laughs> and and two two. I was I'm I'm starting to be more self-aware about like Hayden on bands that clearly aren't as talented, uh, which is to say that a lot of times you find out about the people and bands you hate, and the people tend to be pretty good people. But the yeah. bands that you love, the people in the bands that you love are just fucking wretched assholes. Yeah, it's crazy. And so I'm, it's I'm so crazy. Uh, I'm trying to be better about that. So even though, from what I understand, the lead singer Creed was, you know, I mean, he had some issues. Give- but. He did, he did. I used to give a lot of shit to Nickelback, but then I started listening to their songs again for some weird reason, and I was like, this this like dad driving rock isn't as bad as I remember. <laughs> so, you know, uh, we'll First see off, what happens. it is, and second, you're probably remembering that because you rewatched Daredevil for some idiot. No, I remember because he did that great song for Spider-Man. And oh, a hero. Like, come on, that song still slaps, as the kids say, Okay. If you haven't, go and listen to it. Point. If I'm wrong, at me, all right? I will fight for that one song. You know what I'm saying? By the way, this is why when you choose a topic, you really need to like be in on the specifics because you chose Easter. We have not talked. We've talked about Easter for maybe like two seconds. Oh, and- okay. Well, who brought up bands? Okay. Was that me? All right, no. Fair enough. Fair enough. Just, just don't cut this. I'm not going to cut this. Dude, this is a Creed <laughs> conversation. Creed and Nickelback get passes on this show. God damn it. I'll include Mudvayne just for you because you went to their first concert. Okay. All right. Jesus. That is, um, that is incredible, though. Like, it's incredible that you, your first show, Creed, Thunderstorm, In the Valley. Yeah, dude. In the Valley. It's so cr- I mean, there was that, that typical rock moment where he's like, guys, ladies and gentlemen. It's like, you know, we'll, I'll, I'll do like Echo Reverb. Uh, there's a storm coming in, but don't worry. We're going to play through that. You know what I'm saying? He just goes into it. Hair swoosh, swoosh back as he had long hair, dude. Rained, screaming at God. Like, it was a real crazy moment. It reminded me of, like, Forrest Gump when Lieutenant Dan is screaming <laughs> at God in the ocean. Same thing, dude. I think this is fitting since we're talking about, like, Creed, which even though they weren't, they didn't claim to be a Christian band. That was always kind of the, the message people got from them. And like the lyrics, the, well, the lyrics kind of allude to it, but I totally thought they were. <laughs> the other thing is, do you remember the Creed Scream 3 video? 
No. That's a really like remember- bizarre like moment in like pop culture history where like oh, Creed God. did a song for Screen 3. They did a video promoting the movie with Creed in it. It just really David Arquette's in the music video actually, which is also of course bizarre. He is. Of course he is. He's in everything that's weird when it comes to Scream, I swear to God. David, um, you talked about like doing with your brother like Easter egg hunts, right? Slick transition, I know. But like, do you remember, were you like a good kid? Because I remember being so like fucking vicious about finding eggs that I think I used to try and sabotage people to like get eggs and stuff. You know what I mean? Like, you know, push them over. I would rehide eggs or take them out of their basket when they weren't looking. I was so desperate for eggs. And I remember like never getting that golden egg. I don't know if your family did the golden egg that had like five dollars in it which is like if you were a kid that's a lot of token money back in the day at the arcade so like did you were you ever into (laughs) easter egg hunts were you aggressive or were you even as a child like having that nihilist attitude of like this is pointless this is all terrible why am i doing you you constantly take for granted how old we are anybody like anyone young ish because we're old as hell at this point young ish not even young is gonna be like what the fuck's an arcade Dude, you're assuming we have young. You're assuming we have audience members first of all. Okay, all right. Uh, okay, well, getting and back, that, we arcades are still around. Okay, people still go to Dave and Buster's. Yeah, but it's all kind of like novelty shit. You know, it's like the the arcades, for example, are like interactive, not like you know Ninja Turtle like side scrollers and stuff like that. Well, yes, but point is, arcades were a building would have full of video games in it, ladies and gentlemen. For all of our young viewers that David was offending, that's what an arcade is. All right. Question still stands, David. Fair enough. Were you an aggressive egg hunter or were you a calm egg hunter? This is a great question, man. It's kind of like a like a Rorschach test. <laughs> yeah, um, this really this will really inform us about you, my dude. Uh, I th- uh, so no, I, I was not. I, I was very into the egg hunt usually. When, like you, uh, my parents would have, like, the plastic eggs and, like, yeah. stuffed prizes in them. Sometimes yeah. money. That was huge. But um, I remember just being, like, a real sort of a... Um, egg. So let me lay the, just lay this out there. I was not a precocious kid. I don't want to set this up like, oh, okay. man, I was, I was, like, smart. You know, I read books in fifth grade, which, <laughs> yeah, I read one book in fifth grade. Happened to be, okay. like, a big deal because it was Jurassic Park. But I was a fucking idiot. You know, I like, all I thought about, especially, like, sixth grade onward were like girls and like video games and okay. and and I, I I never quite like fit into a specific group and the point I'm trying to make is that like I was never truly contemplative and sort of the pondering type and maybe this okay. is where the philosophy comes from until it came to egg hunting. when it came to egg hunting you know I was I was calm I was relaxed I just wanted to investigate I wanted to like figure out my surroundings Whoa. And, but I, but I wasn't like the conniving type. I wasn't going to like sabotage anybody. I was just going to like try to figure this shit out. Um, it's like a, a childhood escape room. You wanted to go in and you wanted to figure out the puzzle and people like me just wanted to bash the door open and cheat and get to the golden egg. Which, Perfect example of us. Which is fitting because, you know, like, it, yeah, sure. Even though I played sports when I was young, um, I didn't consider myself an athlete. I didn't want to do like I didn't want to play baseball. That was just something that like oh well, oh man that that girl I really like is also on the team. So let's let's play let's try baseball. <laughs> um, sure, sure. Which sure. yes, in sixth grade we had a baseball team with a girl on it. We were super progressive. Oh, we dude. Shit. 
Um, and she was awesome, man. She was like way better than me. Um, anyways, uh, which doesn't say anything. I was terrible. Right. I mean, that but, does, there's not a barometer, but right. I mean, she's dope as hell because she got on. I'm sure her parents uh, had to fight the district for that to happen. So that's dope as hell. But, Good for um, her. But uh, by the way, our team name, I think I've mentioned this on the podcast, but our team name was The Optimist, which is fucking fascinating. What? I, I know, a sixth this. grade baseball team. The called Optimist? the Optimist, yes, dude. Not only were you called the Optimist, but you were the most progressive child team I've ever seen in history. Oh and unfortunately, God. we lost to the opposing team called the Elevators in the playoffs. Okay, uh, did they just let the kids name the sh- the, the damn teams? Like you, that's, you think that sounds like a kid name? You think sixth graders are going to name their team either Elevators or Optimist? This came from some weird fucking wacko old man that was like clearly senile and just. Uh, you know whatever happened to like you know racist names like blackhawks you know that's that, that's that's <laughs> where kinda... are the indians at right yeah. where's the chanclas <laughs> i hate that name still i think it's such a bad name i still hate that name i know we named our minor league baseball team the chanclas for a little while but i just do not like it oh, that is God. that is you awesome. know david my i really enjoyed easter egg hunts when i was a kid because my mom was super clever right she knows I hate the outdoors and I hate being outdoors even as a kid. So like those suck. So my mom used to make a whole bunch of indoor Easter egg hunts. And the dope stuff is that I think even when I got older, she still likes to do them. And I think it's really nice because we, the older we get, and for for some of us who don't have kids and our only children are like wine bottles and collections, you know, it's nice reminder of being a child for a little bit. When you let, when you are able to let go and make it fun again, I think that's kind of important. David, would you be down as an adult to participate in an Easter egg hunt or maybe even an adult Easter egg hunt where there's like a bunch of weird stuff inside of eggs? If someone was like, David, come do this hilarious adult Easter egg hunt with us, would you do it? Yeah, yeah, 100%. Uh, I, w- I was trying to think about whether or not Nicole would divorce me, but yes, I would absolutely do that. <laughs> is um, she not? Is she into Easter too or she's kind of on the same line as you? She a little bit like so... It's really interesting because Nicole is probably even more of a, quote, unquote, more of a non-believer than I am. But she loves holidays, man. She loves Christmas, uh, even likes Easter. Um, And I think because, you know, like like most holidays, it's just like an excuse to be social. Absolutely. And that's kind of more or less why you celebrate, but... Uh, so but, will you be celebrating? I mean, I know will you are when this comes out, you will have Easter's already passed. So did you will you or did you do anything for Easter with you, Nicole? Uh, we'll be doing something on Sunday. Yes, just just a brunch. What you doing? Uh, a go, brunch. Yeah. What uh, is the optimal? F- is brunch the optimal place for? I feel like brunch on Easter are the only two that go together. Like I don't feel like oh let's get together for brunch on Christmas. That sounds weird, right? Oh let's get together for brunch on Thanksgiving. Weird. Let's get together for brunch on <laughs> Easter. Sounds appropriate. Isn't that crazy? That makes sense for like a halfway holiday to begin with. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, I think Easter is like this one weird place where, you, A, you do weird things like hunt eggs. Strange. Your mascot's a rabbit. And then you can have fucking brunch. You know what I mean? That's such a... This this holiday to me as an adult has like a really weird traditional stuff that you don't have when you're a kid. Peter Rabbit and all that stuff when you're a kid. Awesome. As an adult, you're like, let's do a little brunch. Let's put like... 40 bucks in this golden egg like everything gets more amped up when you're a kid when you're an adult and one of my favorite traditions is to sit down and (laughs) peruse through all of the old 1930s and 1940s easter bunny outfits that kids used to take pictures with (laughs) have you ever seen those yes yes my favorite thing to do is find the worst 
most frightening, nightmarish Easter Bunny mascot outfits and post them throughout the day. You'll, That's uh, my favorite thing to do. You will find a lot of good ones from uh, Awkward Family Photos. Yes, exactly. The Oh, my they God. They have, like, the Dude, best. Some of the, here's the thing that drives me bananas. We don't have enough Easter-based horror movies. That's one of the weirdest things to me. Like, to, the, to me, this holiday would be one of the best holidays to do, like, horror movies. Because they can be grotesque where you can, like, take eggs and shove them down people's, like, fucking mouth and choke them to death. Or, like, you could have a dude in a fucking bunny outfit just covered in blood while it kills people. I mean, it feels so obvious. You know what I'm it's, saying? Uh, no, th- none of this feels obvious. This feels like a holiday that's revealing who you are deep down. No, no, which... think about it, dude. You could have a whole scene where the protagonist has to find the dead heads of their friends in the bushes as part of like the torment of the Easter Bunny. You know what I'm saying? And they're all like painted and shit. Come I'll, on, I'll man. grant you that like if you can do a horror movie based around Friday, like Valentine's Day, you can do a horror movie around dude, Easter. there's an April Fool's horror day. Uh, uh, there is an April Fool's horror movie. If there's an April Fool's horror movie, why can't we have a really good Easter one? And if you know out there a really good Easter horror movie, please shout it out to us because I would love to see one. If not, David, we should make an Easter horror movie. I, you know, like I, I think it's a great idea because like Easter seems kind of, and I think maybe that's why it hasn't been done, which is because as we just mentioned, the weird. Con- what do you focus on? Do you want right. to focus on like a killer chocolate bunny? A killer bunny, like a killer, like in a bunny costume. Jesus come back to life, slaughtering everyone. Ooh. Like you know, it's you, there are so many different sure, angles, dude. and then of course the religious part. You know, you got to be careful with that. Um, yeah, I would love to do zombie Jesus versus deadly Easter Bunny. Right? Okay, <laughs> let's think real second. What are some awesome horror Easter titles that we could come up with for our fake movie that we're working on together? Bloody Cottontail. Ooh, I think could be bloody Cottontail. Oh, like if this was like an A24 movie, it would just be Peter. <laughs> That's the name of the horror movie. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Like real like like hyper minimalist. <laughs> <laughs> just Peter, black and white, except for the eggs are the only things in color. All right. And it's about someone who births a like evil rabbit out of its ass or something crazy you know, weird. You know I, what I'm saying? I think A24 would actually even be able to kind of like condense that down to just yoke. Like I think that's Ooh, a real pretentious yeah, title yoke. for her. Yeah, yeah, dude, yoke. How about we do, uh, you know, we'll do a little bit more religious one, all right? What about like, we'll do the greatest murder ever told. And it's about a guy who looks like Jesus and crucifies people throughout the course of the story and they have to hunt him down. The greatest murder ever told. What about like massacre over, like Passover, play on Passover? Oh, it, that, <laughs> that's a super stretch, but I will take it. Yeah, it's not really like a rhyme, it. rhyme, but you know, I'm yeah. trying here. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say Jesus Christ, bloody star. <laughs> it's a, it's a fucking, uh, bloody massacre musical about Jesus Christ, the serial killer. It would be dope. I would be into that. Uh, we'll do another. We'll Ooh. do another obscure one called. We'll call it Head Hunt. And again, it's just the serial killer leaves heads in places because he chops them off Easter Bunny style. But by the way, we do have an Easter film. That's which one? That I think is oh, man. I'm not a big fan of this guy's work, but um, but something about it just like 
has me like entranced whenever I watch it. Noah. <laughs> I was going to say Noah. I just was going to say Noah. By we're talking about Darren Aronofsky's Noah, yeah, right? Yeah, the uh... Okay, by the way, shout out to that movie. It is the best fantasy movie in ages. Like if you don't watch this thing <laughs> that... thinking about the fucking Bible and Jesus, if you watch this thing from a straight fantasy perspective, really good movie take out the religious aspect really good fantasy well i mean the the funny thing is like you don't need to take out the religious aspect like it's kind of like the religious aspect is so peripheral yeah like the characters are you know from the bible but um sure uh but they 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 always feel like tangential to this kind of like really interesting atmosphere and and man i I love the score to that film it's so good by the way that that evolution scene is brilliant from Noah. yeah that's like one of the finest yeah i love shout that. out look people if you haven't seen it highly recommend checking it out you gotta see it you know what i'm saying it's a really good fantasy film just saying not to be taken lightly pretty damn good oh oh there's got to be a good movie title with like a chocolate bunny in it you know what i'm saying chocolate blood i, I don't like the blood in there i think you would want to say more like like chocolate cleaver for example or something like that oh like you're right. go with a weapon chocolate cleaver um because chocolate blood sounds like a i don't know like a gwyneth paltrow company oh man i would love to see an easter bunny one or even like let's get crazy man i want to see someone make like a jesus horror movie i just think that would be really great or jesus is the hero who's been resurrected the year is 2025 jesus is born again because he must save the world once again from the evil Cadbury serial killer. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> He's the only one that can stop this demon rabbit that has been sent to our earth. And he was, must once again die for our sins. <laughs> I mean, would you agree, though, that it's just kind of like they just you couldn't make that? And I hate, and I hate to say that. I, I don't really yeah. don't want to. I don't want to make it seem like, oh, well, there are thir- certain things you can't do. Listen, like, I don't know if you've been watching, you know, this is not directed at you, just this is a royal you. I don't know how many of you people have been, like, watching TV lately. But you can watch a baby get murdered on prime time. Nothing is stopping somebody from, you know, like, oh, you know, worrying about being offended uh, or offending religious people by having, like, a zombie Jesus come back to Earth to kill people. Like, you can totally do that. I, I Honestly, I think it's just... Um, I think it's just a failure of imagination. I think people are too... Hey, listen, filmmakers out there. I'm a filmmaker. I'm challenging you. Don't be a chicken shit. Make that horror Jesus movie. Make that bloody Easter rabbit movie. Get out there and do it. Don't be scared of society or what anybody tells you, man. I really hope you rewind. Get to the... When you first started, like when you first started your line and your... uh, message to filmmakers you really sounded like this 50 year old trucker that maybe had a little bit too much whiskey and couldn't quite ask correctly where the bathroom was at the gas station anytime i do an impassioned speech i turn into like a drunk like southern texan where i'm like all right everyone get out there and you get your fucking flags you get your guns all right and you make your movie you do whatever you fucking want because this is america and in america if you want to be a serial killer rabbit you can do it all right there's babies dying on tv you can have this you can have jesus murder a grandparent just saying let's get on it america number one right here baby don't forget to buy my vitamins and uh buy my t-shirt to oh, the store. That you, you completed the alex jones full circle nice there you go dude i did that for you i thought you might appreciate that uh man I, you, that would be my dream i i which well you, you have me like thinking 
admit, I just said I wasn't going to do this. This whole like, oh, let's let's make fun of like Jesus and Christianity. Which, to be I fair, I don't think we're do. doing that. No, but, we're not. No one's making fun. Yeah, of you. Yeah. Just calling out some fun stuff. Uh, but man, I would be like interested in like so so you're okay. Maybe you are right about me. Like maybe I am like the A twenty four Stan and Stooge and whatever. And yoke. Like that's David's movie. <laughs> yoke. Okay. But the point is, like, I would be fascinated by like the kind of people that Jesus kills. Like absolutely fascinated by because I think it would be kind of counterintuitive. I think most people are going to say, "Oh, well, you know, if Jesus had to be a serial killer, well, he's going to go after the non-believers." Fuck no. No, you if you read the New Testament correctly, and not just the New Testament, but the Gospels outside of what's accepted as canon, like the Gospel of Thomas, Gospel of Mary Magdalene, and so forth. Yeah, then then. You have, have Jesus would absolutely not simply kill non-believers, especially if that non-believer is poor as fuck, right? <laughs> He's not going to do what the Jesus. cops did in New York, right? Right, right, um, right. Yeah. So, man, like, it, it's like, but does he? But does he? Is he? Is he obvious about it? Does he go straight after like the you know billionaire televangelists? I'm not oh, so sure. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, that's see, that would be a real good like elevated horror thinker right there, man. You know what you call it? I, again, we need to come up with like an A24 name. Maybe something like simplistic again, and we just call it something like Two Nails. You know what I'm saying? Just, <laughs> that's just that's great. <laughs> you know, man, you, you said exactly like you are the writer behind the fake trailer in Tropic Thunder to. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> Thank you. That's a compliment. Thank you for that. Two Nails. Yeah, that is fucking perfect. <laughs> that is perfect. Exactly. And he's going after those religious, like, Evangelist. Yeah, he's going after evangelists. He's going after people who have like tarnished the name of Jesus and his father. Oh, it'd be so good. What a what a good A twenty four. I know you listen to the podcast. Get out there. You have two <laughs> movies to make. One called Yoke and one called Two Nails. All right. One is hyper weird where a man births a killer bunny. The other one's about Jesus coming back and cleaning house. Jesus is cleaning house, folks. Do you do you That's think so do you good, think he's David. a messy killer or like a clean killer? Clean, absolutely. Really? He's stacked, jacked, okay, and right. clean. Okay. <laughs> that makes sense, right? You know, hey, you know, think yeah. of the planet, uh, the sort of message of, you know, peace, love. And, you know, we're, we're subverting that a little bit by having them kill people. But, you know, listen, the omelet, break a few eggs, blah, blah, blah. Can we piss people off and get Jared Leto to play <sighs> Jesus? You know, man, you're a fucking asshole. <laughs> <laughs> what if I promise you he only had 10 lines of dialogue for okay. the whole movie? Listen, l- l- first off, because now you're really starting to piss me off, right? So, because first off, I, <laughs> I, I promised you. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Trigger warning, everybody. Trigger warning for okay. David. Well, listen, the, the trigger warning is like we're past the point of no return, right? Okay. Promise. I did not want to kind of like step on religion, despite being a non-believer. But sure. two, man, you're like, you're getting all your like facts wrong. I mean, for one, we know that Jesus being a Palestinian Jew in 33 common era, would not have looked like Jared Leto. He would have looked like uh, what's a good? What's a good um... You're right, but David, that's the commentary that he looks like Jared. No, Leto. no, because we've already had like every <laughs> Jesus movie that starred like you know just like a white Protestant dude. <laughs> like, uh, all right, can we? How about, Oscar uh, Isaac would would Oscar Isaac. Okay. Even though I I wouldn't cast him personally, but I'm just saying like Oscar Isaac would look closer to. God, dude, who's a good? Like solid, we don't have an, enough Middle Eastern actors. Let me just say that. No, we don't. That is true. We don't have enough. We. Uh, oh, here's the twist, David. It's we. It starts off with the Jared Leto killer 
But then the real Jesus shows up. Oh, that's fucking great. Kills him because he's killing in the name of Jesus and he looks the wrong part. Clean house. That that's I, I gotta give you credit for that. that's brilliant. There we go. Two nails. Copyright. I'm gonna shout out Ashraf Barhom. He is the um uh, which call he's the security guard in the movie The Kingdom with Jamie Foxx and Jennifer Garner. Great, like I love that movie. It's just a solid like action. The thriller. 2007 The Kingdom. Yeah, um, like, that's so old the movie dude to reference. The point is like the there you have a Middle Eastern actor who's fantastic, um, totally has like screen presence and. Uh, held his own against a lot of like heavyweights in that movie. Hey, you know what? I'll take it. I'm in. A24, get on this ASAP. So well, there we go, Dave. We've, we've created our own horror movie series, Yoke and Two Nails. I'm proud, man. This, you know, for, for the first time ever, I could say I'm proud of the work we've done. <laughs> <laughs> it only took me 21 episodes, ladies and gentlemen, but I finally got David proud of something. Oh, my Lord, David. Um, David, look, I know I hate to do this to you, man, but we've already reached the end of our show, man. This is the part where I get back and I talk about you, what I learned about you. And I know many of you probably thought, well, what the hell are they going to talk about for fucking Easter? Well, joke's on you, people, because we talked about Creed and a bunch of other stuff. But this is the part of the show, David, where I do a little bit of reflection and I learned, I talk about what I learned about you. Cue the music. David. This one's going to be tough because we talked about Creed and a bunch of other stuff. I don't know how much I learned about you, but I learned that, you know what? The holidays are not for everyone. And Easter is kind of a middle ground, potentially bullshit holiday. You do get to enjoy things like brunch and chocolates, you know what I'm saying? And maybe the activity of being social with your family or friends, which is important, which is what I find interesting for a guy who's like religion, whatever, fucking holidays, whatever, you still have your own traditions so we talked about this and you still find the joy of collectively coming together because that's important to you people coming together spending time together that's what really matters at the end of the day despite whatever you're celebrating and that's always very beautiful about you because you're still into that idea even though many of you out there probably think he's a curmudgeon he's not he's a soft just like a Cadbury egg, David God. you're wrapped up in all this beautiful chocolate but inside you're ooey gooey and that's just beautiful about you, man. And for that, I will always be appreciative. Because, hey, David, you're my Cadbury egg. <laughs> Happy Easter, David. Happy Easter. <laughs> Happy Easter to you too, Brian. There we go, ladies and gentlemen. We ended it nice and easy. Uh, we hope you enjoyed the show, ladies and gentlemen. We talked about some weird stuff today, but sometimes you got to break the mold, all right? Um, if you like what you heard today, please don't forget to share, like, uh, give us five stars. Give us a good review. If you give us a good review and five stars, we're going to read it on the air. If you give us five stars and a bad review, we're still probably going to read it on the air. We're going to get roasted, and I can't wait. If you have a suggestion for a show, a topic, or even have a question that you need some comedic advice on, please hit us up at wreckthepod at gmail.com. That's R-E-C, the pod, at gmail.com. Reach out to us on Twitter at RegThePod. Let us know who you're talking to. And soon, coming soon, Instagram and TikTok. So keep an eye out for that, ladies and gentlemen. As soon as I become less lazy, it's going to happen. Uh, David, any last thoughts before we bounce out, my friend? I'm all in on either yoke or two nails. Yoke 
or two nails, ladies and gentlemen. That's perfect. Let's do it. My name is Brian Ortiz, a.k.a. Son of Ortiz. My name is David Castle. And thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for listening. We can't wait to see you next time. Keep an eye out for those. Tr- we want to see that fan art for two nails and yoke A24 style, ladies and gentlemen. I swear to God, if somebody makes this art and I see it, I will figure out a way to send you something. Because that's too dope as hell, ladies and gentlemen. Until next time, you know, stick around because we got plenty more movie ideas rattling around up in this brain, David. You got a job now, so get to work. I thought you were going to say two churros. <laughs> that's our other podcast name, two churros. Oh, damn, that's a great name. Damn, we really missed the market on that one. Shit. Life's a Wreck is an FC podcast production created by Brian Ortiz and David Castillo, recorded in our homes and edited by me, Brian Ortiz. Theme song and outro by Hard Power USA. Check them out on SoundCloud. And please let us know what you think about the show by rating us and leaving a comment. You can also email us topics of discussion for future episodes at wreckthepod at gmail.com. That's R-E-C, the pod at gmail.com. Hey, thanks for listening to our little slice of the podcast world. And we'll see you at the next episode. Thanks for stopping by. <laughs>